Welcome to the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. We are a mother-daughter duo specializing in astrology and feng shui. Join us weekly to learn astrology and feng shui, and of course, to hear stories from our hands-on experience in the industry. You won't want to miss this. Welcome back to another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. My name is Kate Wind, and joining me is my mom, Mary Swick. Hey, good morning, Kate. Good morning. Welcome to Gemini season. Yeah, happy birthday, Gemini's. Absolutely. So because uh, we are celebrating Gemini's today, we are going to be talking about their ruling planet, which is Mercury. Mm-hmm. I think, um, you know, a lot of people know about Mercury because of Mercury retrograde. <laughs> yes, yes, gets a lot of press. <laughs> Absolutely. So we'll do a little overview about Mercury, and then we'll jump into the 12 signs of Mercury. So if you have your chart, grab it because you're going to want to locate what sign your Mercury sits in. For many people, their Mercury is going to be the same as their sun sign, right? Yeah. Because Mercury never travels too far away from the sun. Right. Mercury can only be either in your sun sign, the sign before, or the sign after. Right. So I think that's a whole interesting discussion on its own. Of course, we don't have the time today to go through that, but, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, Mercury is how we communicate with others. It's how we talk to ourselves. And so that you could see some differentiation between like, oh, an Aquarius sun, Aquarius um, Mercury versus an Aquarius sun. Oh, but with a Capricorn (laughs) Mercury. Oh yeah. That'd be, that's significantly different. Yeah. Yeah. So we don't, as you mentioned, we're not going to get, we can't get into that depth, mm-hmm. but I, I think we want to lay out that the Mercury generally is like your operating system. You know, I'm an Android, uh, Kate's an Apple. Okay. Thank you can you. think of it that way, the way that we think, right? Uh, are you a methodical thinker? Are you a creative thinker? Do you say the first thing that pops into your head? Or do you like to, you know, think about it a minute before you uh, have a response? It's how you organize your thoughts. Yeah, even a great example for today's idea of Mercury, mm-hmm. you know, would be like the Uber or the Postmates or mm-hmm. the Amazon truck drivers. These people mm-hmm. that, you know, they take all these pathways and have all these systems to get these products or items delivered to our homes. That's a very Mercury system. Yeah, it's how you interplay with other people. How do you communicate? What style of communication you have? Yeah. And it's key. It's key. We have to communicate with each other. (laughs) Absolutely. And it's always helpful to have someone who relates to the the way that you communicate. Yeah. So we're going to go through all 12 of the signs of Mercury. Before we do that, I did want to just talk about an upcoming retreat that I'm going to be talking at oh Um, where where is it it is in person so unfortunately this is just for our vegas people okay um but it's called unleashing your financial potential Mm -hmm. and it's a holistic retreat with lisa chastain she's the one that's putting it on okay um she describes it as a transformative three-day retreat at a private home designed to help you break through financial barriers and connect with your mind body and spirit And I will be one of the speakers speaking on astrology and feng shui and how that plays into 
basically your financial potential. Is that interesting? What yeah. a good timing. I must have to applaud you for whoever put this on this, put this together because, uh, you know, Jupiter's in Taurus. Yeah. So great time to be focusing on your money. Absolutely. So uh, this will be on June 8th. So we are um, a little ahead of schedule. Um, it'll be at 6 p.m. And then it's a three-day retreat. So I wanted to just get that out there. If you are interested, you can go to my website under upcoming appearances and that will have more information about it. Fabulous. Okay. Yeah. June 8th, it will be. June seems so far away. And then like after and I said, I'm like, that's how it is. It's two weeks. weeks. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Okay. Yeah. So if you're interested, you go to my website under upcoming appearances. We'll have more information about it. Okay. Great. So with that said, I hope you have your chart. You've located your Mercury. Again, if you're trying to look at it, where's my Mercury? It should be very close to your sun. And we are going to start with Mercury and Aries. Right. Which boy, this, this is really, this is the type of person you want around if the house is on fire <laughs> or if you want to dial in very quickly to win some concert tickets, like on, on a radio program, yeah. because they're rapid fire they're intense. They jump up from the chair and they go do. They immediately want to go into action. They might be really good like at comebacks as well because they oh. just, it, it can be a little bit faster. You know, I know some people, they get scared like to get on the phone to order a pizza or something. Oh, you know, oh me. Yeah. I got it. I got to rehearse. I have to rehearse to order the pizza on the phone. <laughs> Your Mercury and Aries would be the person that you could throw the phone to and they yes. would probably just be able to jump right into action. Exactly, exactly. And they're very good. I mean, they don't sweat the details, right? Yeah. Uh, and they don't second guess their gut. They go with it. And I think the key, the key part here is their operating system is that they come off so strongly sometimes that they're very good at selling or pushing their idea through. Yeah, and that can also be within the social situation. That doesn't just have to be like, oh, they're selling Avon products, but you know, they right. could kind of manipulate is it the only word I can think of right now, like the group into doing the activity maybe that they wanted. Oh, I can think of it also bad behaviors, convincing everyone else that's really a good idea, <laughs> right? Uh, Robert Downey Jr., you know, ha has had and probably still does have an addiction issue. Yeah. You know, the idea of not being able to stop yourself, run with it. Right. Uh, you know, there's a uh, also Kevin James. He was the King of Queens character. Uh, I think the series is now done with. But, you know, he always got himself in trouble because he talked without thinking. So there is a drawback to that uh, Mercury in Aries because you're saying things fast and you're saying what needs to be said to get something done. And yeah, you could offend somebody in the process. True. Sarah Jessica Parker is also a great example of this. We've spoken about this in the past because we understand these are celebrities. These are just characters that they play within movies or TV shows. But when uh, when something sticks, when a program blows up, you we operate under the idea that the, the actor is fulfilling something in their chart that right it sticks. So Sarah Jessica Parker has uh, Mercury in Aries, and she was known on Sex in the City about talking about sex. And and Mars is a direct line. I mean Aries is a direct line to sexual behaviors. Right. I know people may think of Pluto and Scorpio, but uh, you know uh, Aries is very strong in there as well. The last example would be Michael Moore, 
of course, he's very controversial with his documentaries that poke fun at uh, you know our government systems, our medical systems. So again, mm-hmm. he just comes out and says it where other people might be thinking it. Right. He's saying it. Yeah, absolutely. Next, let's talk about Mercury in Taurus. So mm-hmm. this is going to sound very opposite to what we just talked about with yes, Aries. Uh, Mercury in Taurus probably prefers more calm discussions. So you might even expect a slower verbal response. Um, if you're talking to someone that has Mercury in Taurus, or you might be sitting there saying, oh my gosh, yes, that's me. I do that. <laughs> I I think things through before I actually say it out loud. Or they may actually hear the, someone else's idea and immediately suggest a refinement of that idea. Mm. They're very good, uh, that Taurus energy, that they're an operating system. How can we make it a tad bit better? How can we tweak it? How can we make it a little bit better or nicer? So this really serves the beauty industry or anything where there's an aesthetic involved. Or they might take that idea and figure out how to make it more practical or more stable. Yes. I know you said refinement, but um, I don't know if those two words were used about yeah, like no, how is it actually going? Like, for example, if someone comes up with this grandiose idea, yes, the Taurus, right, no. the Mercury Taurus might think, whoa, 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 let's scale this back to where it's something that's actually plausible, mm-hmm, not mm-hmm. just something that's a pipe dream. Mm-hmm. I think the Mercury and Taurus as well does give some degree of fixed, uh, maybe stubborn, maybe kind of seen as being stubborn or set, mm-hmm. uh, or kind of not rigid wouldn't be the quite word, but this is the way they do it. This is a predictable, very predictable, what a response from a Mercury and Taurus might be. Yeah. They could also put a large focus on just the presentation of things. Oh, uh, so, you know, especially when we're talking about Mercury, we always think of like the language, but they might be saying, what does it look like? Is it aesthetic? Does it look pretty? Even to the point that other people might think, does that even matter? Does that matter? Right, right. But I think the presentation part also goes into their voice. Mercury in Taurus is coming around that throat. So oftentimes they have a very definable voice. Think of Morgan Freeman. He passed Mm -hmm. that in his chart. But also think of Mercury in Taurus beauty, refinement. So here we have Derek Ho, um, who uh, Dancing with the Stars. How is it how? I can't remember how, Ho, how, but whatever. he graduated from LVA, didn't he? He went to an LVA here in, in town for high school. Uh-huh. But anyhow, he's graceful. That's the bottom line there. You might think, oh, doesn't he have Mercury and Gemini because he's a dancer? Well, he has grace. And so it comes into that Taurus influence. Okay. Other people would be Kelly Clarkson. Yeah. Singers. Singers. Nice. Exactly. Uh, I have a little odd comment to make here. I want to pull in Priscilla Presley and Brooke Shields. Uh, If Again, you have to know a little history here, but Priscilla Presley married, I think, very, very young. I'm not sure, maybe maybe 18 or 17 or maybe even 16. I don't know. She was very young when she married Elvis. And then Brooke Shields. And they they got a stigma of a lot of sexuality attached to them. Uh, But it's so interesting when you're listening to Brooke Shields in her recent series that she has out, streaming service, you know, she kind of sees it as it wasn't sexual, even though she was playing a prostitute in Pretty Baby, she didn't see it as sexual somehow. So there is is something complex going on there. I'm not sure we can get to the bottom of it here. (laughs) Right. uh, But Mercury and Taurus can bring out some interesting topics related to um, some sexual stigma. 
Okay. Next, let's talk about Mercury in Gemini. So, of course, that means that uh, your Mercury would be in rulership if you are looking at a chart that has Mercury in Gemini. These people can be very curious. Uh, They should have a very good ear for accents, and they might even be good at mimicking other people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Good storytellers. Think of Johnny Depp, who has his placement on stand. You know, he was very interesting to, to hear, even mm-hmm. in the courtroom, wasn't he? I didn't watch too much of it. Oh, oh I okay. mean, I know, I know it got a lot of attention. He was, he was, yeah. he, he was very interesting in what he shared and how he shared it and all that type of stuff. So very, uh, very interesting. Uh, I think also people with Mercury and Gemini, they might surprise you with how much information they know, yeah. whether it's gossip or just facts about something, or, you know, you might bring up a topic and they say, oh yeah, I watch a documentary about that. I know Mikey does that quite a bit at the mm-hmm. dinner table, like you or dad will bring something up and then Mikey immediately chimes in with a book that he just read or, you know, yeah. something from his past experience that you're like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and know that you knew that. Yeah. That, that Mercury has that duality. It's like they've been in another sphere. They've had another type of experience that you wouldn't have anticipated them having. That's yeah. Mercury and Gemini. I think the other interesting thing about Mercury and Gemini, they need their downtime. You know, probably I think one of the more famous examples of uh, this would be Paul McCartney. He has his Mercury in Gemini and you have to be of the era. But when the Beatles broke up, there were a lot of us that were very worried about Paul. And what was Paul? Where is Paul? Is Paul okay? You know, and he he disappeared, so to speak. He went behind the scenes, so to speak. And, you know, uh, for and again, I don't know the amount of time. I can't remember that. But let's just say 18 months. Maybe it was longer than that. I don't remember. But the idea when he showed back up, he had a new band and, you know, they were wings. They were very popular. Mm. So they need Mercury and Gemini needs to disappear. They might make an excuse, excuse himself from the party, disappear for a bit, show back up. Not anything sinister necessarily. They just have that need to disappear for a while. So as playful as this placement sounds, of course, this would be a great person to take to like a networking event. Their operating system can be a little bit fragile where they might have to make kind of a quick exit. Mm -hmm. Um, And if if they don't honor that, you know, I do think it could be very hard on their body and their mind and they could go into more of like a shutdown mode. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know for Mikey, he, again, I mean, he's a triple Gemini, so there's a lot more going on there, but yeah. he'll go to a party and he'll be outgoing, talking to everyone in the room. He'll be on a high on the way home and then gets home and it's like headphones on, you know, and you, you can't touch him. You can't talk to him. Like he just, he has to go into recovery mode. Yeah. 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 That's it. But, but I think the biggest thing Mercury and Gemini is known for their, for their words. Think of Tupac. Uh, Meryl Streep. I'll think of the lyrics of Alanis Morissette, all those 90s tunes, you know, Bob Dylan, going back earlier generations, Mercury and Gemini. They're they're really wordsmiths. Yeah. Next, let's talk about Mercury in Cancer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, So people with Mercury in Cancer might be a little bit more forthcoming about their personal situation. So like their home life, what they're going through. So like, think about at work, the person that's always showing pictures of like their children or talking about what they did. That could be someone with mercury and cancer. 
Mm -hmm. Always talking about their home or their parents, their family or their ancestry, people that really latch on to, oh, I'm Irish, I'm this, I'm that. And they're always talking about it or, you know, somehow pulling it into the conversation. They like to talk about history. And of course, some people might be into history, history, like let's go to the battlefield and see where this battle was fought. But other people might be very interested in what happened when they were in high school, when they went, you know, when they went on this trip 20 years ago. So again, that mercury in, in cancer has a tendency. Cancer is history, which many of us don't think of. We think of family. We think of, you know, our parents, uh, but it actually goes way back. Yeah. I have a girlfriend who has this and we'll just be talking and just randomly she'll say, you know, I'm just really happy with my home right now. <laughs> I'm really yeah, enjoying yeah. my home, you yeah. know, and it just like, it's something very simple. So it's not like she's, oh, that's the only thing she talks about, but it's like when she does get sentimental, that's where, right where it goes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Talk about some examples of people who talk about emotional topics. Think of Amy Schumer. Mm -hmm. She's got mercury and cancer. There's a lot of topics that she gets into that many of us would not be talking about. But even the, that main character in This Is Us, uh, Milo Ventiglia, you yeah. know, very highly emotional script, right? Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, so and it was he the did dad. really well in that situation. Right. So it was the dad in This Is Us. Yeah, the dad in This Is Us. And Catherine Hahn, I don't know if everyone, if there's something, there's something streaming out there called Tiny Beautiful Things. She is almost a nutcase of emotion in that film, but she does such a wonderful job. But again, she's pouring it out. She's saying everything that she's gone through. Okay. So, interesting. Very interesting. Next, let's talk about Mercury in Leo. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. these people put a big focus on their story. Mm -hmm. uh, their so again, story their yeah. story not just your story or stories in general their story yeah they might love to inspire people so these could be great motivational speakers or they could be very focused on building some sort of legacy something that lives past them or they could be constantly talking about legacy you know like oh when i get older i'm i'm gonna own this and that right so they could be even projecting into the future about what that legacy might look like Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I love the the little trans the literal translation here. Mercury in Leo. If you listen to us speak, we always talk about the word royalty when yeah. it comes to Leo. So people who act royal or have some status in their life. And of course, what's our best example of that would be Meghan Markle. Mm -hmm. Married into royalty. Right. I love it. You know. Um, it Leo also, also puts a, a big focus on children yes. or causes for children. Yes. Um, so, I mean, this is kind of a yucky example to think of it now, but, you know, Pee Wee Herman yeah. um, has this placement in his chart, you know, and obviously there were some things that were not good that was happening there, but, you know, he became famous with a TV show for children. Yeah. The language that would appeal to children. Yeah. Very interesting. Uh, but other people, Barack Obama. Oh, this was good. Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck both have Mercury and Leo. Aren't they oh, seen kind of as royalty? Well, yeah. I mean, they com kind of combine their names like Benifer. Yeah, yeah. I don't exactly. know too many other celebrities that yeah. have been together yeah. that they have like a joint 
name that stands mm-hmm. on its own. Yeah. Also, again, a little bit uh, going back a few decades, but Linda Carter, she was uh, Miss World, you know, in the pageant, beauty pageant. And then she was Wonder Woman. She was, I think, one of the first, you know, super, uh, superheroes as a woman. Mm. And there we go. Uh, Mercury and Leo, the royalty, the first. Right. Got to stand out. Got a great costume, too. <laughs> yeah. I think you had a cape. I think you had one of her capes. I know you did. Yep, you had I one did. of her capes that had Velcro that we attached it onto your pajamas. Yep. And then you ran around the house with your Wonder Woman cape. Yep. <laughs> yep. Before talk we talk about talk, legacy, right? <laughs> talk about legacy. Still talking about it. Uh, before uh, we'll get into our last one before we go to commercial break. So we'll, we will talk about Mercury in Virgo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This, this can be is oh. an interesting style. Uh, maybe long sentences, maybe too many words, too many thoughts, or maybe I like to say talking in paragraphs rather than in sentences. So, it, it, and the idea is, and just to defend that style of talking, you start out talking about something and then the phone rings and then you incorporate the fact the phone's ringing into what you're now saying. You're announcing the phone is ringing. So now you've inserted this storyline and then someone walks in and then you incorporate, oh, they walked, now they're walking in. So it's like, it's a real time sentence meaning everything that's happening simultaneously. What's the weather outside? What am I looking out out the window? Yeah. Anyhow, it's a, it's a, it's very descriptive, extremely descriptive of what's going on and mentioning all the details needless to say. Absolutely. So, I mean, if you um, were filling out a police, if you needed someone to fill out like a police statement, I would think, someone with mercury and virgo would be excellent because they could probably describe oh the fabric (laughs) that the person was wearing or some small details about the car you know other something involved that they would they would just know those things yeah and i think the part that would surprise most people mercury in virgo particularly for women brings out this a high awareness of discrimination and sexual repression of any sort so anything that would suggest that you know if you do this you're bad or that's wrong they're very much very progressive and i don't mean liberal they could have extreme thoughts one way or the other but they have a very strong angle or insight into the role that women play in relationships they would also be big on speaking up for other people yeah uh so i know you you had mentioned something along that those lines but the idea of like they could love joining causes oh they could get really into storylines that even have nothing to do with them but they're mad on behalf of those people oh yeah and the animals is a great example they speak for the animals they speak for the preservation of the bird the preservation of the lion right very strong. And one of the weird thing, Mercury and Virgo oftentimes use their hands to speak. Uh, and the, I have two great examples of it. Robert De Niro has this and Macaulay Culkin. And Macaulay Culkin, we all remember the aftershave face slap. Yep. How many times have we mimicked that move? 
Yeah. And De Niro has some as well, particularly out of, uh, I don't know, I can't think of it now. Meet the Family. I don't know. I think that was the movie. Meet the Fockers. Meet the Fockers. Meet the Fockers. I think it was Meet the Family, the first one. Oh, okay. Anyhow, he has this eye thing that he does with his two fingers. Oh, yeah. Anyhow, um, so the, again, they're, they're very good with their hands. Very interesting and, and kind of fun to watch talk. Yeah. Okay, before we get into Mercury in Libra and the following signs, we are going to take a quick commercial break. Okay, welcome back. So we are starting with Mercury in Libra. And again, we, I say this all the time, but so many times we think Libra is in balance because of the scales, but these people can show up as very out of balance where you might think, oh my gosh, they're all work, they're no play or vice versa. Yeah, they're all playing no work. Uh, no. Bill Gates, Putin are two examples that we probably will say they're all work and no play. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, Mercury and Libra very much likes to have a close partner, likes to bounce things off of, likes to get feedback from. They generally have some pretty strong social skills. Mm -hmm. But with that said, they can, they can also put their foot in the mouth, so to speak. Maybe they don't read the room quite right. Maybe they're tone deaf to mm -hmm. the, the mood, what's going on. So they do get themselves out of, you know, kind of, I don't want to say they get reactions sometimes. From, from strong reactions from what they say. Yeah. Uh, they also might really embrace romanticism. Yes. Or have a strong eye for the beauty um, or the arts. So, mm -hmm. of course, they could be very discriminating when it comes to music or arts where they know, you know, quite a bit of information. So, oh, I can't listen to that. That's not even good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they might be Absolutely. able to recognize an artist by just looking at the painting. This Mercury and Libra, this is a side point. All all Libras with Mercury, excuse me, anyone with Mercury and Libra, they generally need to ground themselves in projects. Projects are everything for them. Mm. And so if you, and that's maybe why they can all work and no play because they're into their projects, right? Which they need and they love. So it's not, when this is not a criticism, but it's an observation. That we yeah. have that, you know, they they have to have a project at all times. Well, even when you look at some of the celebrities that we pulled, Chris Jenner has mm -hmm. Mercury and Libra. Of course, we can see how she has, you know, fallen into kind of that the beauty piece. Yes. Of it. But also, you think like after you make so much money, I don't know, you know, like once you just want to like fade into the background and right. be good, you know. And she's constantly, I feel like, has her hands in new things uh, with her children. Um, even Gwyneth Paltrow, yeah. uh, her Goop project. Of course, yeah. the, there's a focus on beauty as well there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Very interesting, isn't it? It's more than money. It's more than money. It's how they ground themselves. Next, we're going to talk about Mercury in Scorpio. Yay, that's me. That's you. me. You know, love mysteries, love detective work love you know, sometimes to work in the background uh, uh this is so funny oftentimes like bill my husband we like to he likes to cook in front of people doesn't mind that i like to cook i like to cook and you know, like i want to have it all prepared done so that i can just serve it um just literally like doing my work more behind the scenes uh, you know come up with the final project but you know needing the privacy um obviously uh 
Mercury and Scorpio generally give some strong management skills or thinking like a manager. So your mode of operation, your, your operating system in your head is management. Uh, this makes sense to do this before that, right? That's redundant, you know? So thinking in terms of how to manage something and that's gets into trouble because then you try to think you know the best way to do things and somebody else is there with their own system, right? Yeah. So. Mercury and Scorpio can also give you some sort of sense of like a taboo identity. So yes. of course, I mean, that's an easy example for you saying, oh, I'm an astrologer. Maybe you hid that or you weren't yes. just up front yes. about what you did. Yeah. But these could also be uh, people who they can't talk about what they do. You know, like so right. someone that works at like area 51, you know, where wow. there's some secrecy or mystery behind what they actually do. Yeah. Anyone with a security clearance. Yeah. yeah. Mercury and Scorpio. Or uh, Miley Cyrus has this, uh, RuPaul, you know, oh, that's a good uh, one. even Julia Roberts, probably why she was so successful in uh, Pretty Woman because mm-hmm. it was a taboo subject. Yeah. I was just going to give another example too, you know, because not everyone listening would be like, oh, I have, you know, some sort of CIA clearance, you know, right. that could yes. even right. go to like working women, you know, or again, they just, they don't tell people what they do. They're just mystery. Like, how do you make your money? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Next, let's talk about Mercury in Sagittarius. Yeah. Freedom. I see her name. Um, <laughs> Britney Spears would be, I know we haven't talked about her in a while, uh, but freedom would be a big one for Mercury in Sagittarius. Yeah. I mean, what free Britney, that was, a, that was a, you know, a big motto, right? It's just interesting how it, how th- these can play out so literally, mm-hmm. even mottos that are created, mm-hmm. you know, things as a collective that we just decided on, like mom just said, like free Britney, right? And then right. when we look at the interpretations for these, it's all about freedom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's also uh, Mercury and Sagittarius, they hang in there. So think of Britney, she hung in there, you know, mm-hmm. she had a lot of restrictions on her and she hung in there. Um, think of Tina Turner, another example, Mercury and Sagittarius. My gosh, she was dancing, proud Mary. How, you know, how old was she? You know, she yeah. was still going. Yeah. I think Mercury and Sagittarius, they also need some sort of belief system. Yeah. Uh, so again, whether that's something just very religious based or something where they're a follower of it, of it they're a subscriber of it. I think that's important for them yeah. to have something like that they're part of something much larger yeah uh you know frank sinatra is another example mercury and sad now he had the mob back and behind him on some yeah. on some level well that was a, that's a belief system you know you, we don't think of it as a traditional one but the family and all those things so there's oftentimes a larger uh, philosophy uh driving the person yeah, I was thinking of that workout that people do. I mean, a Peloton is an example, because I think that that's kind of like a group of people that mm. support, but there's the one where it's like really hardcore. I can't think of the name of it, but mm. it is, it's almost like a mentality, yes. like a subscriber. Like I'm a subscriber that this works. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm going to put every, all my beliefs into it and this is, I'm going right. to encompass it. And again, we don't think of those as traditional when we think of, oh, I'm a believer. We always think of like, we go straight to religion. Right. Uh, next, let's talk about Mercury in Capricorn. This one is, it, they're, they're probably, I think, pretty easy to be around. You know, they follow the rules. 
logical, they're kind of trustworthy, they show it, they show trustworthiness or some rational aspect of themselves that you immediately sense, oh, they've got a path, they have the larger idea. Um, you know, Mercury and Capricorn easily can be the person who enters in at a relatively low level in an organization, and they just observe. They observe the rules of the game, how it's played, and all of a sudden they're moving up the ladder. So, um, uh, and the other, I think the interesting thing is most of the Mercury's and Capricorns that I looked up, they don't lead with sexuality. Don't do, now this is women. I focused on women, but think Oprah Winfrey does not lead with sexuality. Julia Mm -hmm. Dreyfus does not lead with sexuality. Maggie Smith. Michelle Obama. Yeah. No. I don't know about Dolly Parton, though. Yeah, I was going to say Dolly Parton. (laughs) Okay, she did like that. (laughs) Okay, forget that idea. Scrap that idea. But anyhow, um, it is interesting. They're generally people that are in it for the long term, the long game. I like that idea. Like they have long careers. And when you look at that list, you know, Elvis Presley, Dolly Parton, Michelle Mm -hmm. Obama, Oprah Winfrey. Ellen oh, yeah, Elvis did not leave the sexuality. <laughs> yeah, <right>. definitely not. <laughs> okay. There could be an extreme there maybe with, but there could also be other things in the chart, right? Yes, well, this exactly. is just the Mercury. Exactly. Uh, so they could have. And maybe it's the rational world. You know, you just don't lead with sexuality. You lead with facts or figures or logic, you know, yeah, that as well. Yeah. Uh, next, let's talk about Mercury in Aquarius. So this is mine, Aquarius, Sun, Aquarius, Mercury. Uh, So we can have some unconventional thinking. Uh, We can be disruptors within kind of the status quo where everyone might be on the same page with this is what we should do. And someone with Mercury and Aquarius might come kind of out of left field with a different direction or a different idea of where to go. Uh, If you kind of had a wild idea, I would say pitch it to the Mercury and Aquarius person because they might be open-minded even to a fault about what can work. Right. And I find it interesting. You have this placement and it's a very good placement for broadcasting, for anything to do with media. Mm. And I think, well, if it wasn't for you, we wouldn't be doing this. Right. Or I wouldn't be doing this. You would be doing it. Yeah. But you pulled me on into it. They push, organ- yeah, they push organizations to change or they can push the envelope. So even like mom saying like, I mean, you know, we're not a corporation, or yeah. but the two of us together, um, you know, I know you were happy with the way that you were doing things. And I came in and was like, oh, well, can we do it like this? Mm-hmm. Which is an easy example. Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes Mercury and Aquarius uh, can come from an unusual home life. Mm-hmm. Drew Barrymore, great example of that. Yeah. And uh, Sarah Gilbert, who played the daughter in Roseanne, that tumultuous oh. home environment series. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, she was good at it. Sarah Gilbert, it's her energy. Yeah. Chelsea Handler also has this energy. Um, and she yeah, obviously a very controversial comedian. Unconventional thinking. She disrupts. Right. She says right. it. Mm-hmm. Right. And still yet she's been successful where I think other people might have been canceled or yeah, you know, she's still doing it. Mm. 
-hmm. Perfect. And then the last one, we have Mercury in Pisces. Right. So, so it's a nice. Go ahead. No, I'm just saying such a nice energy. Okay. <laughs> well, it's very kind. Very kind. You know, they're very trusting generally. So therefore they may say things that you might be, you may think, oh my God, they shouldn't have said that. Like that's making them look vulnerable. They just, yeah. they're just not into protect myself. Yeah. They might take action from their heart. Yes. Um, but because of that Pisces, right, they could be easily influenced. Oh, yes. Or they might speak a little bit more vague, you know, where they might just say, oh, yeah, we're having a party on Saturday. And you're like, okay, like what time? Like what's yes. the theme? Like what are we celebrating? I'll get back to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They So they can just be a little bit vague when they speak. So sometimes things don't get done. That's the problem with Mercury and Pisces. The idea is thrown out there, but there's no details on how we're going to do this. So we have to wing it maybe at the end. Yeah. They could communicate in maybe very more in more creative ways, mm -hmm. though. Um, so oh. through gifting, these are just some ideas, right? Um, poetry, they could have kind of unusual, even dreamy like ways of communication. Oh, yeah, but travel. Mercury and Pisces would love to travel, adapt to every culture. Great. The arts, they excel at. Mm -hmm. um, I think the best example I found was Farrell Williams' Don't Worry, Be Happy. I think that oh. should be the banner theme of Mercury and Pisces. I like You're that. Not sweating the details, just be happy. Yeah. I've some I'm some of the happiest people I've met. I I don't understand why they're happy, but they're so happy is Mercury in Pisces. <laughs> you know, I'm looking at their life going, "Oh my god, these are problems. These are major problems and they're just happy." Yeah. You know? I like that. Yeah. Um I don't know if you watch Emily in Paris, but yeah. the, uh, the star is Lily Collins and she's been known cuz she her wardrobe is oh, awesome. It's just incredible to watch. And um she has this Mercury in Pisces. Hmm. La 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 la. I'm in a foreign country wearing beautiful clothes, right? Oh, that's a great example. <laughs> Even just the idea that she immersed herself in a new culture, because that is very Pisces. Yes. Just being able to immerse yourself. Um, you know, these people might, I know, like, just I'm a Pisces rising, right? And when I go places, I love to immerse myself. I don't want to just stay at the nice hotel and eat at the mm -hmm. hotel and mm -hmm. do the activities at the hotel. I'm like, get me out. So again, Mercury and Pisces, we're seeing that very clear um, on that show, Emily in Paris. And I will, I witnessed that. We went to Thailand together and they did not appreciate the nice dinner in, at the hotel poolside. It's the last place she wanted to be having dinner. And I felt so safe there. Right. Okay. Enough of that. But yeah. um, well, that also a great example, Reese Witherspoon particularly in Legally Blonde. She appeared spacey, appeared like she was out of her league, and yet the permanent, right? The perm. That was the whole little detail that, you know, she picked up on that, you know, proved that that woman wouldn't have gone swimming the day after she got a perm. Yeah, yeah. it's a perfect example. Well, that concludes our talk on Mercury in all the 12 of the signs. So yes. we hope that you learned a little bit about yourself, a little bit about your loved ones, and we look forward to talking to you guys next week. Take care. 
Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. To keep in touch, follow us on social media at the underscore Kate Wind. And to see a list of our services and our store, you can visit our websites at thekatewind.com or maryswick.com. We'll talk to you next week.